All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How are we doing? Away we go here on uh, the Wednesday edition of the uh, the Barn Burner podcast. It is uh, Boomer. It's Pinder. It's the uh, Redster. I'm just kind of taking a look here. Yes, yeah, the Redster. Redster in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Of course, Tower Chrysler, the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep dealer in Southern Alberta, as voted by you, the people. And who are we to argue with you, the people? Go and see Serge and Nikki and Aaron and all the guys over there. They'll set you up. I've said it before. You go in. It's so nice. You might take home two. I I was there yesterday. Is that right? You you would not believe it. So I went to get uh, retorqued nuts, which was on my list of things to do. Your nuts. Got to get your nuts retorked. The nuts. And I was like, well, I'm here. It's gonna take five minutes. I'm gonna pop in, say hi to Serge. Not there. So I was sure. Oh, geez. Who pops in four minutes later with a box of ice cream sandals, tossing oh, them around like Tom Brady handing out touchdowns to his whole staff? Surge. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I thought this guy was Mr. No Sugar. Well, he's it's that's what he even makes him more noble, right? He didn't have one himself. It was just for his staff. Dean, do we I, I, I would love to give him compliments for this, but I'm not sure I can believe that. Are you telling me? There's a ice cream sandwich in your face, in your hand. Box. Fresh a box. Yes. You went out and bought a box of ice cream sandwiches. That's right. And you're tossing them around like 
jelly beans. Yeah. And you didn't sample just a little. He seemed disciplined. I didn't see one open by him. He was just handing out. He was doing handoffs. I, I maybe anyone, went to his office and had one. I, I did not see him consume one. If anyone out there listening knows the surge dog, give him a little, send him a little note and tell him we need some, some truth syrup out of him. Let's we're watching. <laughs> we're watching this whole thing that you got going this there. This facade, this sugar facade. We're not buying truth it. Syrup. There's a conversation I've been wanting to have, and I feel like summer is probably the time to have it. Foods or music, entertainment, things in your life that you at one time thought were for old people that you suddenly enjoy. Is it because you're it's getting old? Is it? And I wonder, is the ice cream sandwich one of those things? As a kid, there's so, and especially now, there's so many other options fun exciting ice cream treats it mm -hmm. feels like the ice cream sandwich is dull and boring but god damn i do like the ice cream sandwich i've been no. bullish on the ice cream sandwich from the dawn of my existence dean it's a banger how else it's do you so get ice good. cream in without a spoon without a bowl fingers or hands are clean afterwards it's it's a this is a, a miraculous invention of mankind so not just for old people correct all right. What about the vanilla soft serve ice cream cone? If you're going for ice cream, do you ever just go with the plain vanilla ice cream? Always. That's old man. Okay. I don't, don't enjoy. Do I don't Your enjoy the don't chocolate that. or the swirl. No. I don't. Uh, I, I love vanilla. Yeah. I feel like vanilla grows on you as you age. Yeah, the closer to your grave, the more you like vanilla. So wouldn't that be the baseline, though? Isn't, like, vanilla where you start and you branch out? It's called, like, it's well, why things are vanilla. It's because it's kind of plain. It's where you yeah. start. Yeah, but that's what kids don't like. They exactly. want max max intensity. They but don't want... You said want... soft ice cream. There's not a ton. It's either, if you're doing soft ice cream, it's... Yeah, but you can add the, the sprinkles. Sure. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And see, but I think that's that you're lying then. If you're just, you're, that's not a traditional vanilla ice cream. That's vanilla with sprinkles. Completely changes the whole thing. If you go for a milkshake, what's your go-to milkshake? If I can get, this is my favorite sweet of all time. Really? The small town, Frontier, Saskatchewan, the rec center in Frontier, Saskatchewan. They made pizzas. It was the only place you could get a pizza where I grew up. Wow. Rum and butter shake. <laughs> Dean, I, I feel like your energy might be like a little below average. Rhett is more than compensating. He is just on fire out of the gate. No, um, I just have questions. I just have questions. The rum and butter is without debate the best shake you can have. And most of you losers out there will complain oh, and say I'm wrong, but that's because you never tried the rum and butter. And you can get the rum and butter at the fancy joint just outside of Fernie near Kukanusa. Mm. There's a there's an ice cream joint right at the turn there before you head south down to uh, Montana or head straight through to the Cranbrook area. Get the rum and butter. Get some chicken nuggets with the dill dip, homemade dill dip. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Now, Pinder, are you are you one to opine on soft ice cream? Because I do Not remember really. at the time you made it sound as though only the homeless and peasants would eat soft ice cream. No, uh, your quote was, "I can't imagine going to Dairy, Dairy Queen, Queen for soft ice soft cream." Soft, yeah. It was something like that. Um, you... Yeah, and there's context there. So I I love a malt at the Flames game. Like that's if I if, if it's in front of me, I'm eating it. Like that's soft serve. Generally speaking, I don't ever really chase it. I don't, and and the like peasants and no, the DQ in my neighborhood is next to two wicked local joints, so I just never go to it. It's probably a function of my proximity. That's all. I got to pass better places to get the DQ, so I don't go. What's so your... you, have you ever had a blizzard then? Yeah, I'm not. I don't love blizzards. Dairy and me aren't the best of pals. So oh fuck! Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, like it's, it's in the room my day, no and I'm disappointed. That. Yeah, it's not like, about that. If it's gonna sit me down, I'm just gonna pass. I'll get something else. Well, look at your discipline. You and Surge you faking and Serge, you've got yeah. self-control. Way to go. Sugar. Listen Great to me. I'm saying it loud booze. on live radio. You'd be no discipline with booze. Sugar, discipline. Yeah. Oh, One of the other things uh, that I, I feel like has to be an old man or an old person treat that I now enjoy. Root beer float. The fruit and nut dairy milk chocolate bar. Oh yeah, that's geez. you've crossed you've crossed over yeah. into Death Valley, but You're it's almost pretty freaking good, boys. <laughs> Someone changing it's your diet. Not good. Food? It's <sighs> raisins and chocolate, and it's gross. I'm it's sorry, because well, it has raisins. Is it raisins or like those it, well, cranberries? It's dried raisins. Dried shitty fruit know, that they listen, can't do anything oh, else with. What's wrong awesome. with you? Have a freaking score bar and shut the f up. No, oh, I do like score. Score's good in the freezer. Yeah, score oh, blizzard! Oh, score blizzard, good. dude. I'll mm. ruin my day for a score blizzard. Double so. the score. Oh. What about yeah, uh, what about the float? Do we like the floats? I haven't done one in a while. I but, haven't either. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but what? I, I'm not asking if you've done one recently. No, I'm thinking like a decade. Like, so oh. if I say I love them, it's like how have a decade without them? Jesus. The Dairy Queen used to have, or it probably still does. I don't know. Uh, orange crush float, oh, wow. real good. Well, didn't A and Dub have the root beer float? They that was always the a thing. Yeah, yeah. staple. Yeah. So, staple. you guys are going to destroy me for this, but I didn't know what this say thing was. Well, I'm just ready to get destroyed. It's good for the show, team player, right? Um, two years ago, I stumbled across what's called an affogato. Are you familiar with an affogato? So, it's an Italian special. The Italians are great with uh, ice cream. You ever go to Italy? It's like gelato everywhere. It is espresso poured over two huge, beautiful scoops of ice cream, which could be any flavor, really. But it's, uh, whoo! got the hot and the cold. You can mix it together. Whatever consistency you're chasing, it's all there for you. Amazing. Um, just get coffee, ice cream. Iced coffee, yeah. <laughs> no, it's ice cream. I understand, yeah. Very yeah, different. The but Italians, big the Italians are good cream. at, uh, they're good at upcharging you for, that is vanilla ice cream yeah, with a shot of point. espresso. 1423 for you, sir. Special yeah. deal. Now, if you want one of the best deals going, and I almost mm. I shudder to share this at your Costco, the Sundays <laughs> that they have at the Costco. It might be the best fucking Sunday you're going to have on the planet. I swear to God. It's like two or three bucks. <laughs> this is the thing, though. The Dude, Sunday I, is an old man move. It's I'm a, telling you. Have a chocolate Sunday or please a pineapple Sunday. Do we have any of that nut and fruit chocolate left? Let's. Gladys. Yeah. 
My grandma's Let's name was Matlock. Gladys. Come on over. I'll take it. But again, until you've had it, because you know what? I'd take you in there and I'd give you one. You'd be like, fuck, you know what? But again, not Pender. He wouldn't eat it. It's no, he cream. wouldn't have it. That wouldn't be allowed to. I get, get slapped or divorced. What am, I in a, what am I in a third world country? I'm Ryan Pinder. The Pinders don't eat soft no, serve. the Pinders do. It's we go to Italy for flagellatos. That's yeah. what the Pinders yeah, do. Yeah, if I'm going to have... If I'm going to have ice cream, it's going to be an Italian special flown in from Rome. Come I'm on. going to have someone cupping my balls and feeding it to me if I'm going to be having ice cream. That's how we roll. Will you fan me as you spoon feed me, please? Please. I was literally around, if you would, while I'm having Costco, my ice cream. At Costco on Sunday, and we're pushing the cart through where they check the receipt, and I point to the right to my uh, lovely roommate, better half, whatever, mm -hmm. Dean comes here sometimes just to get two hot dogs and a tall fountain pop. And the face and the noise that came out of her was. She's that much of a health nut that that you know appalled her. She was disgusted with you, Dean. How what dare you? It's the arrogant. Uh, poisoning Aussie. your body. It's the arrogant Aussie in her that made her do that. Yeah, now, yeah. in fairness, it has been a while. That's been quite a while since I've done the. The two banger. Yes, but, but it was. A I think you should do it today, Dean. But there was a time. Put some pep in your step, boy. Let's well, here's the thing, because the as much as the dairy gives you the the farts, the gut rot, two yeah. bangers gonna stay with you all day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's really gonna be. So what? It's an all day yeah. event. So next rainy day, you gotta do it. Yeah. So, Brad, you're living, eh? No surprise though, really, is it? Not really. No. Yeah. I didn't hear. You know what it was? We talked to Frank about it what yesterday, and then you and we'll talk about that. You and. Frank, right? It's awkward. Um, yes, three ninety three. But I, we, we kind of said, did we hear another name? Did you even hear any other rumored candidate as the next GM? It just sounded it's, like as soon as Treliving was done and Dubas wasn't coming back, the the two lines it was a straight line between A and B. I didn't hear any other like, name. It felt like the list of the Flames put together, and you're like, well, yeah, Connie's better than all these dopes. What are you doing? Uh, like they had Peter Shirelli's name in there. You're like, no, like. Are you hammered? What do you mean you're going to hire Peter Shirelli? Get the hell out of here. It's like, do you have the history of trades? You read that once with Shirelli. Holy Christ. It's firewood. Don't even lose that guy's number. How's his name up as a finalist? I do like these boards that we put together. The 2023 to now, the general manager. Yeah. It's like so today it's, is what that well, should it's say. It's like, yeah, yeah present today. or whatever. Yeah. Today. Uh, but yeah, there it is. Obviously, uh, don't need to tell people here about the resume of Brad for living. I was, and I don't, we were texting back and forth last week and he's one of those guys. He's, you know, he plays coy and I, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then it finally comes back around to the, oh, you know, I mean, like, well, what do you, what do you think? And it's an interesting, I was trying, I was thinking about it today. Because as much as we hate it and we bug Toronto for being center of the universe and all this thing, it is, it's, what what other team in the NHL, Montreal, because I don't feel like Detroit or the New York Rangers or their original sixes and maybe it's, all those other teams have won. This is the biggest you know, talking market in like the world team. The Yankees in baseball or whatever. Yeah, but the Yankees have won and the Cowboys in the, N in the NFL, the Leafs have not won yet there's still kind of that mecca. If you win there, it's one of the greatest accomplishments in sport. It would be. The market is a big part of the problem. It's also what makes it 
so incredible if you could get over that hurdle. There is no larger hockey market on earth than Toronto. You got basically three teams in greater New York City, two in LA. There's fucking one in Toronto, and there's more hockey fans in Toronto than both those cities combined. And it's not perfect, right? It's Toronto and the fans. It's all oh, everyone's wearing their suit and ties, and it's a late arriving crowd and all of that. But it, but it just is. It's it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know, and I saw. I think it was Dom, uh, Dom from the Athletic, who, t- who tweeted this morning. He's very Toronto, and I'm paraphrasing that the Leafs would go out and try and fix the one area that probably didn't need fixing. You could argue maybe the coach or some of the players or defense or goaltending or whatever, but they move on from Dubas and we'll we'll bring in Treliving. I don't know. I think it's the it's 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 pressure packed, and I guess it's how how much of that you let affect you. I don't think Brad is a guy who lets a whole lot affect him. I think he's pretty good at insulating himself and he doesn't give a shit. But it's a lot. (sighs) Uh, the pressure is there, but some of that stuff is unfounded as well. You understand that the city wants to win and they haven't won forever. And the objective is always to win wherever you are. But it's a bit like going to Anaheim back in the day when the Flames hadn't won. Well, if you have a whole new effing team, it's not right now. This group has lost enough together. It's time that they need they need to start winning. The level of scrutiny there is just through the roof. That's what it is. Um, like all your media centers are based in Toronto. You have the droughts in 67. Are they not easier on their team, though, than Montreal? No. I, I mean, I think Vancouver's probably the most critical of their GMs. I think Montreal. Montreal, not. it's two languages of people yelling at you. But Toronto, you have the most cameras and scrutiny. And so if there's a broken pane of glass in training camp, it's on national broadcasts. Like any misstep will be blown up in a microscope where every market hears about it, not just yours. And I'm not disagreeing with you because I, to a point, I do agree. The thing with Toronto is they've, or with Montreal is they've been bad for a while. You have to remember back to when they had a team that fan, that fan base felt like should be a contender and should win. And then when they don't, mm-hmm. they are vicious because it is, yep. it's a religion. It kind of is there. It's a big, big deal. And that's going to have to turn at some point. But in Toronto, they have been, They've been good. They've had regular season success, and the playoff collapses have been epic. Epic. Yeah. yeah. If this can year, I say, yeah, can I ahead. say this though as well? It's not. It is the center of hockey. In the states, it's not as. No, but you don't either is the sport it. though, right? Yeah, I guess. But even if you're in a hockey market, it's not as. Sure, I guess. Yeah, there isn't really a hockey market in the states. Like, name a city where hockey's bigger than basketball, baseball, or Minnesota. Kind of football. I don't know. I think Vikings are bigger. Like, nothing's bigger than yeah. Indiana. So that's okay. That's so I'm, you're right. I'm an idiot. So. No, no, no. You're not an idiot at all. I think you're right. Like the Tell Leafs the are so right? huge that we hear about everything in Canada. But you're right. You don't in the states. But that's because the states. My point. Then that's the point I'm making is that it gets jammed down your effing throat as a Canadian because yes. you can't hide from it. That's you right. cross the border. You're not leaves. Like it's not going to be front. Everyone in the world in America is not going to know that Treliving is now the GM of totally Toronto right. Maple Leafs. Yeah. Right. Everyone in Canada, you can't help but have it. Someone yeah. will slap you in the head to tell you. It's part of the reason you hated the Leafs playing in Buffalo, though, right? I it's can't stand the Leafs. Yeah. Tree, I like you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna call you. Offer you some help. Just don't. 
across the border here if you need some help, buddy. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Yeah. Now that you can get across the border. Glad that's all cleared up. Thank God. Lawyers Thank God. are great. Those Amazing. charges that they find. Cloud the charges charges. Charges going. Uh, Did he tell you what he was going to do? Who is he trading? Well, I was going to say. He's your best friend now. Yeah. Wow. Do you? I thought it was interesting. We kind of laughed and we didn't talk about it at the time. Listening to Cerevelli yesterday talk about for Dubas. Well, before you rush to Pittsburgh, don't you want to know what's going on in Ottawa? <laughs> Where everyone has a job in Ottawa, but you're like, okay, there is an ownership change. Coming. But just, just the thought that you would prioritize Wild. what's happening in Ottawa before somewhere else like Pittsburgh. But when you stop and think about it, one's clearly at the end of their run and one yeah. has some very exciting things on the horizon, you totally. would think. But for, for living, just on the surface, and of course, you if you have any sense of competition or Again, there's 32 jobs. You want to be a GM. You want to win. There'd be no the, the celebration. You'd be so highly regarded if you won there. Do you look at the, at the team there? How hard or difficult is the job, if Treliving goes, to get that team over the hump based on that roster? It might be real easy. Yeah, it's, if you it's, keep it's, everyone together and you believe in them and you believe in the coach, you... It's hard to win, but <laughs> they're that good. They could, I mean, look at Florida. Yeah. They're the, they can't win. They're terrible at the start of the year, and all of a sudden they're going to the fight. Like, are you telling me that Toronto's not talented enough? Now, I don't believe their players have shown enough heart and, and, and compete in the playoffs at times, but they are learning every year. They did better this year than last year. They're mm -hmm. ultra, ultra talented. I have no clue what their cap space is like. And if you have a goaltender, mm -hmm. like they're not a favorite next year. If this if the same team, same lineup is put in place for the start of next year, what's what are the Vegas odds on them? They're a top five team for a couple right? of sure. Yeah. And they have been the last three, four years because oh. they've had really good teams. What they haven't had is a goalie get hot in the playoffs. If you swap Bobrovsky for fucking Samsonov in round two, like the Leafs are where the Panthers are. Like, I wonder about their they defense. They haven't had a goalie go unconscious yet. Yeah. And yeah, the defense is weak for sure. You know, Muzzin turned to dust on them. You've seen a bit of regression from the likes of, of Riley and Brody. That's why wow. Dubas went out and got nine defensemen. Chill. Uh, Geo's played his way down the depth chart to a point where he's probably a six, seven, eight. Like I agree, but again, considerably better than Florida in the regular season, playing the same sport. One team got a goalie red hot and is feeling good. The other couldn't. They haven't had a lot of luck in the postseason. They've been having a hundred points a year for how many years? Yeah, they got like, a guy like Matthews that scored sixty last year. Looks like he's going to score sixty. It was a little down last a last down year, year last year. Oh, and yeah. How many did he have? Yeah, right. And you asked about what what are they going to do this summer, Dino? The, clearly, the first two conversations are your pending UFAs, much like it would have been here in Calgary for Craig Connor. Like I got to talk to Hannafin and Lindholm. Those are my young, soon to be free agents, and it's the same in Toronto with Nylander. And Austin Matthews, like Austin Matthews is a superstar in this league. And I think Rhett's point about this year being a down year is a good one. Last year, you would have just like blown your mind at the thought of him being a free agent. It's a down year with a bad wrist and he scores 40. This is a guy that can get 50 in his sleep. He's going to win more Richard trophies. Um, that, that's your, you, you have to figure out where he's at. 
is he coming back? What's it going to cost? And if, if, if it's a yes, okay. But if it's a no, everything's on the table. What if it's not even an, a yes or no? What if not it's ready a, to commit uh, yet. I, I don't know. I like it here, but I don't know. What if it's, because that's probably the answer you're going to get. Goudreau. I, I was just going to say, Goudreau. he can lean into his experience. What did he learn from the Goudreau thing? Yeah. He was a little too comfy with a superstar heading into free agency than I think and we would forecast and, and years what, prior. Sorry, what's tough about that is with the Goudreau thing, you knew Johnny for years. You kind of knew the guy. You go in there now. You got to play catch up. What is Austin Matthews? Yeah. What, and I don't what are know. his quirks and what does he like? Where does he want? What don't you like? What kind of a guy is he? You can take other people's word for it. But when you're the GM and you have to make that call on that player and a franchise player, it's tough when you don't really know. The only thought I would have is maybe when Living was still in Phoenix, Austin was around in that you know, minor hockey system, or was he gone? Maybe you got a relationship, but you're right. It's a whole lot different than Kyle Dubas coming in and chatting with a guy who apparently was very close with for the last near decade. You have an unbelievable lineup, a ton of assets. And if you want to move Austin Matthews, the world is coming back the other way, right? (laughs) Let's take some serious balls to do it. But if you want to, what are you getting in return? It, yeah. I would have a hard time saying it's the right move. But you could fill out your lineup pretty good if you trade them and get the right pieces back. We now get to beat the uh, bring William Nealander home chances of course his father michael was a flame when he was born in calgary so clearly that's you gotta mm-hmm. the move is you go if you get a job in toronto and you used to gm in calgary your first call is back to calgary and you fleece the new gm we saw it with doug riseborough that five for five swap in the 90s one of the worst deals in the nhl history oh something to look forward to yeah, yeah. Be... gilmore gary lehman barf yeah. so one thing about your living he loves making deals i don't i don't know were there a lot of trades made with Dubas? I got to tell you, I mean, we're obviously very familiar with Toronto and that, but I don't know what his not as major body of work. So real quick, I was on with uh, Big Save Nick in Toronto this morning talking about your living. Here are the four drafts last free agent window trades that he made that were massive. 2015, Dougie Hamilton for a first and two seconds. Two years later, Travis Hamanick in a fourth for a first and two seconds. 2018, three years later, Fox, Hamilton, Furland for Lindholm and Hannafin. Blockbuster, monster deal. And that one only overshadowed by last July's move, Dino, with Huberto, Uyghur, a first, Cole Schwint. I've captivated him. Look at he's, he's He's left his screen. No, I'm like, and, the and, the, and the thing of it is, he, he's getting crushed. And how can't you for how great Matthew was looked in Florida and how things went here? Um, they can still do okay on that deal. Like Uyghur, if he's a top pair guy and this first rounder, we don't even know where it is in 2025. And as you've talked about lots, right? We don't need to bring it back up again, but the, uh, it was the, the extensions that, uh, that make it difficult for sure (laughs) with how, with how the year went. I don't know. I, I think you have to, like I say, I think it starts with Matthews and goes from there. If you, and especially after you've gone through what you did with Johnny, you may have to take a deep breath and make a move that you can't imagine doing. We've talked about it. How similar to you does it feel Matthews to Ovechkin? 
Now, I don't know if Ovechkin had a John Tavares wearing the C around at that time, but here was a guy, goal scorer, electrifying hockey player, first overall pick. I don't know that playoff disappointment was similar other than the fact that they, they didn't win, but then breaks through and wins, and then everything is, is forgiven. Yeah, you just have to win once. Ovi's only been through the second round once, but he got I was going to say, that's that's the thing that you don't hear a lot about is, oh, he's a winner. He won. Yeah. Yeah. They've, that one year, they went through the second round and got through. They haven't ever since or before. So well, they might never again. He's getting well, old. He's 37. Who knows? Like, they, they, they won a cup. Everything is worth it. That's what I said yesterday to Frank when I had to shut him up because he was yapping. I think both things were true. It is an awful deal. And yes, if he gets you a cup you're okay with 70 million over seven years um sorry dean where were you you had no, something i was just it's going to be interesting to just see him in that oh, in that environment right because you get to know the guy and you see him here and it's calgary and it's small market and oh, whatever the flames are, you know from the from a league standpoint oh whatever what are the flames doing to this month that sort of thing and now yeah it's we're, we're gonna see more of him in toronto than we did when he was here yeah, and to be fair, I felt like he was a pretty steely presence for almost his entire nine years. Uh, steady hand. The only time he kind of looked like the job was getting to him was right on the tail end of the Bill Peters stuff that came out of left field for him, which some people are trying to pin on. Oh, you should ask, like, what question are you asking in a job interview about something that happened in an AHL dressing room 10 years ago, which was not okay, but, like, I'm he sorry. Did a great Brad job. did not turn over a stone. He did whatever he did GM does ever. He found he a coach he liked and hired him. He did a great job in Calgary. I don't, whatever. The fact that Gaudreau left and Kachuk said, I'm going to leave. And then it, and Bennett. I, don't, and I, and the Bennett didn't turn out really. And Monaghan mm -hmm. got hurt. Your whole world is different than the plan he had put together. And then he got a coach that you maybe did. I don't even, I can't, I don't want to speculate, but probably didn't get along with. And you walked away from it. And he, if he hadn't chosen to walk away, with it was his decision. He was so good for nine years in Calgary. He could be, still be there if he chose. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's a, a list of bad luck I wrote down for today that, that True Living had. So Monaghan's body. Like, we don't see many 27-year-olds just fall apart, even younger potentially for, with Monaghan. Like, that was wild. That's bad luck, right? We get that. He drafts Adam Fox in the third round. What an incredible pick. Two Norris trophies in his first three years in the league, like nutso stuff. Or Norris in his first two years, Norris finalist every year now. He doesn't want to sign here. That's some bad luck. You know, Sam Bennett, I think, embraced a different role when he left Calgary. It didn't seem like it was going to work here. He was a consensus number one pick in central scouting, slides to him at four. There's a bit of bad fortune there. You know, they had a deal with Johnny Gaudreau. If you get to this number, I'm signing. They get to the number, he changes his mind. There's a there's a sliver of bad luck there as well. The Bill Peters thing, bad luck. And I don't know that if if Brad has free reign on all things hockey that Daryl arrives nor is extended. That felt like more of a Murray relationship. That that's those are all things that were kind of out of his control in a way. And COVID. COVID too. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, we all had to deal with it, but that's another thing that it was like, what? How the, you know, that I think that played into Gaudreau's decision. So all this shit, that's, totally. that's, and it happens lots. I think injuries and stuff happen to teams and you lose guys and you, you don't foresee it playing out the way it does, but he, he did a hell of a job. 
Like, can you look back in the history of there are lots of misses? The Neil thing and the Brower. Brower thing, probably, or some things that he didn't want. But for the most part, how many would we? I didn't like those signings. Uh, I'm not convinced that oh, I'll wait till December to decide on this year on whether Huberto and Kadri are going to be good or not. But I don't, I didn't like the, the walking geo to free agency. Yep. Where you knew he was going to leave to an expansion team, like a hundred percent new and you weren't making the playoffs and you could have traded him for, for something. Oh yeah. But, but what are the big misses? I guess. That's them. It's Neil Brower, small draft, and probably this Huberto extension with all the signing bonus. Those are probably the four biggest blunders. The uh, flip side would be deals that we'll never know that would have been on the table to do that he didn't do. Totally. Whether they're Could good you, or they both both would have been in kiboshed if the if they don't get greenlit, right? Yeah, and I mean I I'm pulling stuff out of you know the Yinger, but could you have had Jack Eichel if you include Matthew Kachuk in that deal? Seems uh, like that was probably Mark Stone the case was a guy the they were on for a bit as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And like you say, there's salary cap, ownership. No movement clauses, no trade clauses, all that stuff in there as well. So it's not never as easy as that. But you wonder if there were some deals along the way. Certainly with Monaghan, but I don't know if you could have projected him falling off the no table quite like that. No but you would have had some. You would have you would have gotten something for for Monaghan, but yeah, whatever. I mean, I guess the now the question I have for you, and I'll start with you, Red. Does uh, does this now either make you a start to hate your living or b start to like the Leafs? Oh dear. <laughs> Can it be neither? That's a hard one. Jeez. Yeah. I don't hate tree. I'm gonna have a hard time cheering for the Leafs, but they do a good. Even if I cheer, they do a good enough job of effing things up. So maybe I should just cheer and be happy when they lose. Yeah. Because I think they, you always want people to, that you like to do well, but in this case, for for him to do well, you need those Leafs to do well. It's a pickle. She's a pickle. Yeah, I can't cheer for the Leafs. I'm sorry, Tree. I'm out. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Unless you give me a job, like with the Leafs. Oh, then you really hey, go yeah. to run to to run to in Toronto. Do you want to live in Toronto? Oh, I'll live here and drive back and forth. Oh yeah. Uh, hearing loss clinic, hearingloss.ca, 1993 hearing loss clinic was founded. Men and women of all ages, and of course children can suffer from hearing loss. Sometimes you are suffering from hearing loss and you may not even know it just because of how it is. You may not know that you have some impairment of your hearing until you go and get things checked. You could visit one of their locations if you're in BC, little road trip. Yeah. Oh, I got some, you know, she's my, my ears. Cranbrook, Creston, Fernie, Golden, and Invermere, and then of course four locations here in the city of Calgary. 2022 Chamber of Commerce Professional Service Excellence Award winner. And they're the best of the best. Rosie, I'm going next week. Going to go and uh, get things figured out. Good. See what's in there. Dude, there's going to be a weight lifted when it's like, yeah, you're totally fine, Mr. Mulberg. You're just Pandora's negative box. and think the world's coming to an end. That's all. Yeah. Can't fix that for you. On uh, social media, at the hearing loss instagram the hearing loss clinic i know on their social media they were talking because and we when we had lunch with uh rosie he was talking about the uh the headsets 
like yeah. the in-ear monitors that they have there. Like Adele and Taylor Swift and I, Jason Derulo. These guys use like the, the best of the they best use these in-ear monitors. That's the sort of technology you can get those from the hearing loss clinic. So mm. we are, when we say that they are leading the industry, uh, truth, truth in the words that we share with you. Hearingloss.ca is the website. Book yourself a consultation uh, today. Now we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Andrew Burnett is going to be the new coach, is the new coach of the Nashville Predators. And I said to Frank, I didn't, when I saw this coming up, uh, I don't know, Nashville had uh, moved on. Oh, wait a minute, they hadn't. So it seems like John Hines woke up yesterday, got told he was out, yeah, and 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 here's that Andrew Burnett is coming in. We could talk about Burnett in a moment, but is that did he get did Hines get done dirty there, or is that just the nature of the business that you're in, the coaching business? It can happen like that. I'd say that's the nature of the business. If you got a GM that wants a different coach, you don't have a lot of say in it. You miss the playoffs. I don't know. It's because remember, Florida got torn apart for how they handled Gerard Gallant and his. But they finished in first. No, he's saying Gallant. So like, oh, sorry, ten years yeah. ago. I just want because Barry Trotz, very highly respected. Everybody loves Barry, right? And this is, I don't. But know, why I... are we critical of him firing a coach and hiring a new guy? What that happens all the time? It's just a process. He just. Yeah. He, it felt like the news had leaked about them hiring Burnett before Hines had. Uh, been fired that was unfortunate that's like the trots leaked it like i highly no. doubt that no but he was clearly interviewing people while heinz is still under contract that's an awkward spot to frank's point yesterday but it's it's awkward that we know about it but let's be real humans with eyes open and mm -hmm. a fucking brain in our head <laughs> happens like every time yeah like, jesus yeah. come on here's uh well, I, I i'm with you because and it was clear that somebody was hiring Brunette. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Someone was going to hire. He was he was going to come to Calgary. He was doing all these interviews. Someone was going to hire him. And if you feel like that is your guy, then wouldn't you hate if oh well we'll just wait and we'll you know we'll talk to John and we'll bring John in and have a meeting or can, when can we get John on a Zoom? And then all of a sudden, Brunette goes somewhere, loves the city, loves the team, comes back and uh, I've taken another job. It's not, as they said in Jerry Maguire, it's not show friends, it's yeah. show business. And that was business. Yesterday. This is a good tweet this morning from uh, regarding this whole situation. Trotz, uh, when asked about Andrew Burnett, said, we want someone to become more of an offensive team. We want to become more of an offensive team. And Andrew specializes on that side of the ice, yada, 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 offense, offense, offense. And, and the quote was, man, Barry Trotz is lucky. Barry Trotz was in the GM when Barry Trotz was coaching. Like, a, the way he treated the coach, and B, the type of coach he's looking for was not what Barry was. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the league's changed. Like Daryl yeah, said it. You, yeah. you don't try to protect one goal lead. You got to score the next one. Did you have any hopes that he was going to be the guy here? God, no. What's the track record for this organization hiring, hiring coaches when there's someone on paper? I don't care about the track record. I mean, that's the why I didn't have any hope for it. It's the history. Like you, if you watch how organizations move, you're better at predicting how they're going to move in the future. They never go out and pay top of market for coaching 
when someone's on payroll. They're paying Daryl four million bucks the next two years to not be here. It's going to be someone making not a lot of money here, if I have to guess. And Burnett had what four or five teams interested. He's going to get some good dollars. Well, I don't think he'd be top of market for this summer. I bet she is. Who's going to well, make? Yes, him? but he's not going to be a top five paid coach in the NHL. Yeah, so I think he's probably around the range of what you know, cl- close to the Daryl neighborhood. He'll be yeah, I, I would say middle of the pack. I think he will be paid in the. Where do you think middle of the pack is? I'll see what we got for public salaries here. Well, I just I don't. I don't think he's going to be in the top 10 and I don't think he'll be the least paid guy, but he's also a first time full interim head coach. This is a, he's a first time coach. I don't know. I, I kind of did. I was intrigued by it. I, I, I moved past the, what have the flames done in the, in, in the past? Just what's the fit? If the guy would come, yeah. um, I don't see him as, it's not like you're bringing in Mike Babcock or, you know, Joel Quenville to me, that's top of the market paid guys. I, I just wonder between who he is as a guy from what we've been told, his experience with Huberto, his, uh, he, he seemed like a guy much the same age and ilk in a way of Conroy that this, this could be a guy. So I was, I was cautiously kind of hoping that maybe he'd be a guy here, but not surprised that he's yeah, so else, obviously. Pete DeBoer. Paul Maurice and Bruce Cassidy all got paid last summer and they all came in between high threes and mid fours. That's probably where Burnett ends up. And I don't think the flames are going to spend that on the coach, but to your point, I was very, very fascinated by the fit here. I just didn't think financially it was going to happen. Wow. Even if it was financially, where the F are you going to go? Nashville or Calgary? Yeah. Or New York or all these other places that are after. Yeah, totally. You got to be the most appetizing. And he's a former predator, which helps a bit. And, I was impressed with Nashville. They had a lot of major injuries, and they showed some uh, mustard down the stretch this year. It wasn't like that's mustard. an underachieving bunch of bums. They were really dinged up. A lot of different mustards out there. Dijon mustard? Love Dijon. Do you like the do one you? with the seeds oh. in it? No. I mean, I'll do it. I just prefer the, the classic. Honey, honey mustard. So love Dijon, man. Oh. But, but the, it's just spicy shit. Crap, work. I love it. I love the spice, dude. Yes. You do like spice. Like, you put spice on everything. You got hot sauce? Yeah. Got like five hot sauce. I got some hot sauce. Let's go. What's that? Your, uh... your nose and your eyes start running. And it's like, ugh. Clear the sinus. I got to go. What's I actually don't know how. Your, uh... I think something's wrong with my charging cord, I've decided. Because it's been plugged in. Hmm. And then it just, it, uh, Clunked. It clunked out. Glitched it <laughs> and shut off. So, so either... why why can't you use the microphone? Yeah, I'm not connecting this setup then. So what's the because what what has changed? I'm just wondering why the headset. Oh, I never thought of it. Because you could probably still use your microphone. It's just my thought. He's new. He's new at this whole broadcasting thing, dude. Well, I didn't know if it was the same thing yet. The well, give, this no, part. No, I just don't get. Don't shush me. This no, part. Yeah. I didn't know if it was the same, but it is. It's, it's a C, yeah. USB. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> sound, great. 
You sound great, bud. That's way better. Never even thought of it. I, that's why I wasn't. I didn't even think that it was the. It's that little circle in there. It's a USB C. That's right. It's, it's so either my computer is crapped out or the shoveler put a no swearing. Oh, maybe. No swearing content thing. So on. did you change your laptop? Is that what you did? No, I didn't change anything. This is quite something. So what happened? What did you change? When? You were on. My laptop was... crashed. Okay, so the laptop, yeah. Yeah, so the but the laptop has been it's it's I think the battery died, but it's been plugged in, so I'm wondering if the battery is yeah. done, right? Won't hold the charge. So you need a new uh laptop. Business expense, right? Yeah. You gotta get those up, Brett. The amount of money you're making. Jesus. Pinder needs one. Actually, I'm gonna send it into the nation and see if they'll Yeah, see if they'll do it. It's once or twice a week, Pinder will mutter. Oh God, this laptop! Oh my God, she's fucking. Like I'm just gonna refresh this website, and the whole thing's like, <laughs> like twenty minutes. Like, dude, Goes back to I'm the mid. You have you lifting here? I'm literally <laughs> pressing. Goes back to a mid '90s model. Dial yeah. up. Uh, so you know what? Uh, we'll move on. I want to. We'll Good. get to the Pinder report. Let's move on. Just the the last. There's uh. So the coaching can vacancies. They're, they're starting to kind of get. <gasps> whittled down here um you've got calgary because as we sit here i don't believe they've hired anybody yet the columbus blue jackets the anaheim ducks and the new york rangers peter laviolette sure his just sure seems like he's circling the shark circling the waters yes it feels like a fit there right bigger market more experienced guy veteran team I don't know. Final. I'm I thought it was int- surprised that they, that they, and again, it's Drury. I don't, yeah. seems like a different. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. But that they moved on from Gallant. From Gerard Gallant there in New York. Because yeah, Frank, Frank had some pointed comments on Gallant in the wake of that. He also had some things that he said about Jerry that were interesting. Yeah. But uh, I don't know that we need to go very far to illustrate that if the GM and coach aren't on the same page, there could be changes. What was weird about what he said about Gallant, and I don't want to put word because it's the internet and it'll get, but he, here, obviously, the GM and the coach had a thing, but so too did the room and the coach. But yeah. we're led to believe that players love Gallant. Yes. It's management that can't get along with Gallant. Yeah, so, Frank characterized him as sort of difficult to work with and sort of not really collaborative, which I don't know if it's with Daryl too, in a way. Yeah. But if the room likes them. Yeah. And if you have but, success, I just wonder, do you, you know, do you not, do you try and work things out or do you gun the coach when you seem to have a fit there? I don't know. Yeah. And I think the, the magnitude of losing to Jersey in round one, when you're up two Oh, probably a little more lost outside of that market to be with that star studded team up to Oh, and then go out like, oof. There would be some sour, sour. Wasn't it after one of their games, there was a shouting match between the two? Like, tension high there. That was a team that was supposed to make a deep run, and they blew a 2-0 lead against the first time. Shouting game. match between who? It was a jury and Gallant. Was that not it? Oh. Yeah. I never heard that. But if that's the case, then I'm not surprised at all that he was asked to leave. Yeah. Good job, Pinder. It's I good get. to sometimes you got to just say things that are completely yeah. false and yeah, uh, cause a stir. Yeah. May or may not be true, but but please use the clip. It uh, brought the conversation to a close. Please put, use put, the a, clip. put a bow on it. I like that. Uh, let's do the Pinder report. Speaking of Pinder, let's see what he does here with the Pinder report. A presentation of Village Honda, your dealership for life, located in the Northwest Automall. Online at villagehonda.com. I would say if you're up there, check out the newly designed Pilot. Yes, we were up there the one day. The Pilot is new. And it's, if you, if you know, if you, in your mind, you have a vision of, oh, that's the Honda Pilot, you need to see the new Pilot because it is completely, uh, the lines, the style, the look, everything has changed and it is a winner. So yeah. that would be my thumbs up for the, uh, for the Pilot. That's the report for Village Honda, shall we? Guys, we start where we've just been. Brad Treliving in Toronto It started as, well, he's going to be the favorite. And while he fits the bill of what they're looking for, well, it's going to be his job to lose to yeah, all signs point to the hiring. And then, yes, it'll be made official tomorrow with a press conference as, uh, yeah, the Flames GM of the last nine seasons will be unveiled in Toronto as their 18th general manager. Holy Toledo. That's, uh, that's a big market. That's a lot of pressure. And, I guess all those people trying to spin it that Brad needs some rest, they were so fabricating tired. things like yeah. I was just moments ago. Yeah. <laughs> so tired. So tired. So tired. So tired. Please let me interview for these jobs. Yeah. No, no, you're tired. You can't interview. Okay, fine. We're getting some heat. You can interview now. Uh, he's not going to be allowed to participate in their draft, but they traded the first. Uh, not really big of a deal that is at this juncture. This is a win-now veteran core not a, we've got some high picks. We can't miss on these type situation for true living. Here's a great uh, comment from Sammy Hughes, who used to work here in Calgary. 
Uh, Brad Living's dad was the only person in the famous Kawhi photo that seemed completely unbothered by the whole thing. The family is ready for Toronto-level pressure. <laughs> and true. circled on the left is his father, Jim, of uh, Boston Pizza and Dragon's Den fame. Uh, generally unimpressed with the three-point shot that uh, sent the Raptors through in their miraculous NBA championship run. I believe Jim is doing a... Again, could be completely fabricating Probably, this, but yeah. I believe he is doing a sunrise wake up uh, fundraisers type of deal. Sunrise wake up. What does that entail? I don't know. I'm not joking. What? what I'm not joking. About? You're going to have to research this shit. Okay. Like, I'm just. Okay, the or you, or you know more about it when you bring it up. Maybe. Come back to me with what you've learned. Thanks. Uh, I, I didn't know, know if Jim Treliving. Oh, because oh, we send out emails that we're going to talk about Jim Treliving today. Like, I should have done some research. I'm, it was a coincidence. Wake it was up. A, you guys may not know this, but uh, <laughs> Jim Treliving is doing a Hoobie Wutsie. <laughs> What's that? What's That's that? Oh, it's, well, why don't you guys go and fucking figure right. it out? I'm, hang, I'm hanging up. I'll be back. I'm going to go research it. <laughs> what a dick. He was trying to help, but then he's like, nah, I, I really just. And you know what? It, it, he is it's so technologically stupid. He's a Luddite, Dean. That's what like, we people. What's wrong? Because his signal was going in and out. I don't think that's because your laptop doesn't have power. No, like it's either on or it's off. That's right. <laughs> so then he goes to a different laptop and then he changes and has to chat. swap out the microphone. Why? Like, God almighty. If you're listening to this program, we apologize. It's been <laughs> quite interesting to watch Rhett on this day. Jim, a sunrise wake up thing. Oh, what's that? So what, what are you, you researching? <laughs> okay. So while he's not here, what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> He was it a, I asked. Is it a walk and run? Is it a, like, is he going swimming? Is do it a you, marathon? Are you raising money for the homeless? Are you <laughs> camping? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. You know what I do know? I can't get enough of the smelling salts. Remember when we just started the show, I believe back in October, we bleeped around uh, while we were filming and did some uh, smelling salt shit. Uh-huh. Alex Barkov. Hey, Rhett, how are you? <laughs> okay, I'll pass this along to Jack. Jack will have this momentarily because you've done your homework. So okay. we'll, uh, we'll have this for everybody. Thank you, Rhett. Sunrise, wake up. So what? Jack will let me know when he's got it ready. Yes, sir. For now, let's enjoy Alex Barkov. Something I've never seen with, with uh, smelling salts, Rhett. Take a hmm. close view here. You smell it. That's not new. Oh, in front of the Ooh. eyes. Jeez! Oh, you know what, Dean? Is that what you used to do? Is that why you got the the shades on? Nice. All buggered up, yeah. Oh, you gotta is... text them and say, "Dude, don't do that." I used to do that. I just get a I feel like your eyes water enough if you take a big enough sniff of that crap. Hundred yeah, percent. Try it, Pinder. I did. I thought I got punched. Don't do the eye thing and see what happens. Yeah. Go no. Ahead. Go ahead. No. Try it. It's right there. It's right behind you there. Yes, when right Dean there. comes in just studio, we can both do it. I'm not some dude in his basement. It's not right telling me what to do. It's Sorry, just right buddy. behind you. Let's move it's on. Right I'm up, I'm it's the Pinder report. Do it. Pinder. and Brewers in action yesterday. We could show you highlights of the game, but who cares? This is better. Vladdy, third hit of the day. Bonk. Rowdy Telez oh. right in the junk. <laughs> Cup check. <laughs> Farmer Blue Jay. Telez became a little. I love baseball. 
This is I love baseball. Good stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you do know. that in hockey, and you're going to get cross-checked in the chicklets. Yeah. And chastised by everybody. Oh, oh. so unprofessional. Oh, oh. Sean Avery wouldn't can't believe you do that. To a... Department of players safety of is going to have to get players in the league. Does it yeah. serve? Now, the, uh, the common ground that hockey and baseball share is the Detroit Tigers dugout. This is from a while ago, but just popped up in conversation today. I thought we'd show you. We showed you the Homer hose. Well, the Tigers have an answer to that, and it is an ode to the Red Wings. Maybe it's called the Hockey Town Homer. What do you think, Shep? They it's don the stick. helmet. They've got the hockey Mine's stick. Terrible. The must be somewhere inside the clubhouse. I can't That's wait. just the terrible. Oh, yeah. A little net Slap. and a little ball and uh, good work. Home run and a goal. That is lame. A thumbs down from Rhett. Dean? Can't be bothered to have an opinion. Sounds like one of these. Sounds like I'm doing my pinder. Well, how big is the net? Is it a regulation size net? I mean, how am I supposed to have an opinion on that? Is it was it, it looked like he was shooting with the right-handed stick and he was left-handed? Like, I don't know if I can have an I'm, opinion. On I'm this fair one. with fun. Fun's good. That's uh, seems fun. It probably gets old quick. I don't know. Then put that eye stuff or that salt stuff in your eyes and let's go. I need the water for it. Um, it's right behind. I know it was awful. I hated that. Hey guys, how's uh, how's Tampa Bay Bucks training camp going without Tom Brady. Jack submitted this to the Pinder Report. Uh, look at the, the prowess from the quarterback play here. Uh, that's not fucking Ooh. possible. Nope. Jeez. Okay. So we got what? Baker Mayfield and who else is there? Kyle Trask. And Kyle Trask. Oh, dear. I don't know who Kyle Trask is. Close. Hey, it's early. It's May, guys. Yeah. That's where they were warming up there. There's a oh, oh, Fuck me. Oh, oh. <laughs> a duck competition here between Trask and Mayfield. No good. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. That, they do know the routes, correct? Like the yeah, running... receivers seem to be. Uh, I mean, running the right spot, I guess. A little bit of a downgrade from the greatest football player of all time. Too. Listen, there's a couple Warner kids here in Buffalo that have been playing some flag. They're getting some snaps. If you need them, we'll send them down. You're ready to move to Florida. I can I hear it every month. Oh. You're closer. Inching. Inching my way. You're scouting the whales. Although or... someone sent me a link to Costa Rica yep. last night. And the shovelers shut me down. And we tried to do that during COVID. So. Well, it's right next to Panama where you can get that shit shot in your shoulders that they won't. Well, I know. So what you, was you, it you were good, trying to do good, that she shut you good. down? Yeah. Costa Rica. Mm. It's a new move. It's Everybody one. should try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. High degree of difficulty. You got to get, permi you gotta get per very good balance. You got to get permission first. You need you core need... strength and balance. It's I'm not surprised for everybody. shoulders right. You could pull off a Costa Rica. The Costa Rica. <laughs> hey, <laughs> babe. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. I hurt my neck last time we tried that. Yeah. I uh, got down to Atco Field yesterday as uh, Calvary FC's got three monster home games coming up in the month of June. We chatted with uh, Jose Escalante about coming to town this weekend. Those jerks from Forge. You better get ready! Ah! Jose, he took the salt. It's Jose Escalante of Cavalry FC. Man, 
This is uh, the premier rivalry of the Canadian Premier League coming up this weekend. Tell me about oh. Forge and Cavalry. Yeah, there's a big game for us. I think for the fans too. They can feel that during the week before the game, and it's a good game always. So something happened. And something right from happened. year one, right from year one, it was always contentious. Yeah, from day one. Yeah, I like to compete, right? I like to win. I like to compete like against uh, good players, good teams. So that's why uh, every game I'm against good players. I want to win, I want to compete, I want to help my teammates, take any advantage I can. Sure. Uh, it's a very emotional game, we know that. And I try to go inside the head of some players, I can affect those emotions and I can help my team. I believe the top two winningest clubs in the history of the league, so <laughs> should be a fun one this weekend. Uh, all the best, thanks for your time. We're here at Escalante yesterday. Cut your effing hair. Yeah, sure. What hair? That massive astrocity atop your head must be removed. Astrocity? Atrocity. Oh, uh, Astrofit. Well, it's it, yeah, it's, right. it's it's astrology because it's so big, like a. Yeah. Did you have uh, ESPN with you, like a multicam shoot? Like, what the okay. hell were you doing yesterday? Hey, just uh, you know, getting the, the word out to the people. Big rivalry game this weekend, Saturday too, I believe. Oh. What's weather look like? Looking good. Did Jack uh, help you with that? There's uh, lots of people helping, Dean. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing what can happen when you leave your home. It's yeah, you got to be careful though, because it's hot out, Dean. So when you do leave your home, on. keep your glasses on. Some of that zinc down the front of the schnoz there. I will right. do it. I have phenomenal news. Do you remember when we on Barnburner broke the news that they were sending the world's fastest cow out to pasture yep. this year, mm -hmm. Stampeders? Heartbreaking stuff. A lot of injury issues. The cow lost its jump. Bissonette just embarrassed the crap out of him when he passed him through town. Cheated a little bit, but yeah. A big-time cheat. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, Bissonette, you got to expect oh, at least 10 yards of that. Uh, here's an interesting development from the Stampeders on social. Yeah, that's right. We got new cows. It's cow tryouts. Let's fucking go. Yes. This is the best thing the CFL's ever done, and it's a Stan Peterson. Yes, I know, I know. And so uh, there they are, three different cow outfits, three different cows, June 8th. The, uh, I'll tell you what, Dickinson and Huffnagel, there's no one better. I, you can rest assured that they have scoured the racing cow world. Yeah, they got contacts and you will have all some over. unbelievable candidates there. Some cow just got cut down in Louisiana from yep. some racing thing. They're all over it. Get them up yeah. here. Get him in the silks. Let's go. He's a stamp. I feel, again, I feel for the old cow because he's going to be sitting there. I hate old cows. Delicious. <clears throat> so uh, that's exciting news there for it is eaters. Finally, Rhett, uh, I guess they, they're borrowing a dog in Buffalo or it's a neighbor's dog. You know, <laughs> Rhett's pretty crafty. He's a great communicator. Look what he taught this dog to do. It almost went perfectly, Dean, as... Uh, no warner? It's got those dogs. This. Hey, wash your hair. Look at the dog, Dino. This is great. Uh-oh. Boom's dog can't oh, do that. Oh, no, no. Walk us through this. Look closely now, Dean. What are we seeing? Well, the dog is holding the uh, oh. is holding the hose with the... Uh, oh, no. Half yeah. One. Spraying the water out of the hose as the man is rinsing the shampoo from his hair. But then all of a sudden, the water stops coming out of the hose and... It appears as though the dog begins peeing. That's on, Birdie. On dude's head. Birdie. <laughs> no, bird. That's your uh, pin report on a whatever the fuck day it is today. Bird dog. It's uh, a... yeah. 
Village Honda, Northwest Automall Online at villagehonda.com. Get your piece of the million-dollar buy-in event. Cash for your vehicle. Top dollar and a tropical cruise to boot. Find out more at villagehonda.com. They are your dealership for life. A uh, couple other things. Did, now, did Jack put me on the spot? Because you oh. know, here we, here we. Yeah, did, I got did, it. Okay, so let's uh, now. Brad Treliving expected to be announced as the new Toronto Maple Leaf general manager tomorrow. His father is Jim Boston Pizza, who is uh, you know Boston Pizza among other things. Boston Pizza, Mister Louis, the Sharks. He's Jim is a great human. Don't worry about. Unbelievable guy. Great guy. He and his wife do unbelievable amounts of things for insurance charitable endeavors uh and you said Rhett, that jim was doing a wake up sunrise thing sunrise wake up sunrise. and then i got criticized no we, we asked, asked what, what you were talking about offensive yeah so there it is his tweet live from vancouver another wonderful morning to rise and think about mental health and how we can make the world a better place together he looks to be on a boat, a skiff nice. of some sort, and is enjoying a cup of joe. Oh, yeah. Um, Good views out there. So there you go. What's the thing say? Uh, C-A-M-H, Sunrise Challenge, which oh. is the Association for Mental Health or something along those lines. Sunrise Challenge. There you go. Mm -hmm. Thank you, uh, Rhett. That is what we were asking for. What is the Sunrise Wake Up, which is actually the Sunrise Challenge? Yeah. So in, in, so in mental health, it's, I think, kind of what we were. So that's great. Yeah. Never doubted that the cause would be a good thing. I just wondered mm -hmm. what the cause was. You losers should try it. Yeah. I, yeah. So uh, is he's recorded a video? What do you say, Rhett? Or is it just you raise a cup of coffee? I didn't. I had to quickly, because I had to get back to you guys, because yeah. the show would fail or Fair. crash. and yeah. So I was critiqued. I provided what was needed. And I've done my job once again. Hitting dingers. Hitting dingers. Got Why are we waiting on the Stanley Cup to start until Saturday? Because next Saturday, I want to take my middle guy to Florida. And if they start like today, then it wouldn't be next Saturday and it wouldn't be able to go. Like, there's all kinds of reasons. Well, if you take them next we Saturday. We had to get the 96 uh, final team together to go down and support the, uh, right. the oh. 2023 team. Is that happening? No, it's not. No, oh, get it, get it going. Come on now. Although it a kid played against a law, law, loss kid, L A U S, Paul Laus, wow, wow, and in Nashville, and I was like, is that is possibly Paul Laus's kid? Went over, asked the coach, uh, yeah, and Paul is in the building. Come on. Walked back to my bench. This guy thought I was coming over to challenge him to a fight. Yeah. Walked back to my bench. I'm like, oh my god, this is. Some, I got. I haven't seen Paul for twenty years or more. Look over, and the guy's like, "No, I was wrong." Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, so excited to see an old teammate. Tough. I was gonna say, you said he was underrated. Tough. Oh, oh. thirty-six fights. I think my first year, like against all the heavies. Yeah, oh, big boys. Yeah, and could play. That was the thing. Wasn't one, of those, wasn't one of those guys that was clearly there to fight. You could play, and then all of a sudden, beat the wheels off you if you if you wanted to. So, um, and liked it. Oh yeah, that's the other thing, right, guys? That just really enjoy it. You want to go? Oh, 
McGrath. Yeah, I do actually. That'd Big be great. Arp, Lindy Ruff and coat and he was hands were so mushed up. They were yeah. like, I was his partner that year, and they're like, do not let him fight. I'm like, so I'm now I'm fighting these guys. <laughs> like, oh great. Because yeah. <laughs> he wasn't saying no, so then you have to go charging in. It was Rick Tockett and Odgers. Maybe even Baumgartner on a line in Boston, and he's going after these guys. I'm like, Lars, like you're throwing me to the wolves here, man. I'm gonna get smoked. I think it's Jeff Odger's birthday today. Happy birthday, Odgers. It may not be farming and down near Porcupine. There, hmm? where's he from? He's from Southern Saskatchewan. No, it was. Uh, where's he from? That's from Sp- Southern Spy Saskatchewan. All those tough galoots are from out there. Jeff Rogers, May 31st, 1969, Spy Hill, Saskatchewan. There you go. But isn't Spy Hill near Porcupine or Spy Hill? Uh, Dean's pointing at himself. If you're listening on the podcast, he he said Spy Hill, and he's very proud. He loves Jeff Rogers because he one-punched me and knocked me out. It's true. Ouch. Fucking love that <laughs> Where is he these days? Frank is just a buffalo. Too sweet. St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Did I now again not to speak? But I saw in the old text Rooney there today. Have we got a date? Wheels are in motion. Yeah. Let's. I'm excited. EugeneCA Championship Golf Course Casino Spa. You know, I'll hang at the casino in the spa. Yeah. You guys go, uh, you know, play 17 or 14 or however many you want to play. And then I'll catch up. We'll have some grub after deals. Yeah. Yeah. Meet yeah. us at uh, 19th hole, baby. I like that. Nachos, some cold beers. Oh, mountains in every direction. Oh, I can see. I love the smell of the spa, you know? Oh, it's so good. Everything uh, smells good out there. The, air. Yeah. Air is so good. I love air. That's what most people think of when they go out to the mountains is the smell of the spa. Yeah. To get inside and go sit in the spa. <laughs> I, can't wait to, I can't wait to smell that Chris Mountain Spa. Is Isn't this it, eucalyptus? Yeah. This is lovely. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, where's my robe? I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I'll Do I get hours. How long's golf? Are there slippers as well? Okay, good. It's time to rediscover or discover for the very first time the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Eugene.ca. There's the phone number. Book yourself in. It wouldn't be, listen, it wouldn't be crazy if you went there and you didn't golf. Going to go to the hotel. Going to maybe do some hiking. Going to go and enjoy the outdoors. Maybe you do the spa and the casino and all of that. Maybe maybe you go with somebody and they golf and you don't golf. It, they don't make the rules. You're allowed to do whatever it is. That's the. That's why it's great to be Canadian. You can do whatever you want. St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Oh. Come quick, Dean. Be ready. Be ready. Yeah, it's got a lot going on all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. The calendar's filling up. Yeah. Busy June. Really busy June. I feel like we're towards the end there, Daniel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I'm aware. Good. Two things today for McLeod Law. Two. Both of them with our boy. Really? One 
better than the other. Yeah. Two things. Oh, McLeod Law. You know Peter Klein of McLeod Law as the personal injury guy. You know it because he's the best. We've been telling you about him for weeks. He is top shelf. But he's also the go-to guy in Calgary for your disability insurance claim. If your long-term disability insurance company is refusing to pay the insurance benefits to you, one call, one contact, and that is Peter Klein. He will get you those disability benefits that you paid for and that you deserve. And with that comes incredible peace of mind. The peace of mind that you paid for and deserve. Peter Klein and his folks over at McLeod Law are the very best. They are great people. And they want your business. Peace of mind. It's right there waiting for you. McLeod-Law.com. little LLP in there as well. There you go. If you're the law, law, law. La, 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 la. Law. La, la. So let's start on this date, May 31st retro. It hurts. Well, I mean, again, there's two here. May 31st, 1999. Oh, 99. Oh. Did I send the other? I, I can't remember. Jack, I may not have sent the one pick that I wanted to. Look at that. There's, who's that? Uh, tell us yeah. about what we see there, buddy. It's a young Michael Pecker. I don't know who the other man is. Is that good now? No. Oh, Coley Campbell. Coley Campbell. That is Coley, Coley Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, that's Gregory Campbell's dad. That, that is Mike Pekka. Who do you hate? Who do you hate, Retro? What team? Toronto. Ah. The Sabres, May 31st, 1999, beat Toronto 4-2 in Toronto. Game <laughs> 5 <laughs> of the Wales Conference Championship to advance to the Stanley Cup Final. What do you remember about that day? I remember we scored a goal in the third. It was 1-1. We scored a goal, and they called it off. And me, being the emotional leader that I am, stood up and said, Don't F and worry about it, boys. We got another one coming. And shortly thereafter, we scored to take the lead. And then I think maybe, I don't know if it was Dixon Ward or someone scored into an empty net. And I remember standing at the blue line and Dom running out to me and giving me a big, big hug. And then yeah. Uncle Stu was there with his oh. daughter. Stu was at the game. I think Doug was at the game. They came into the dressing room after. Party. Nothing. I don't know if there's a better feeling than that. As far as, you know, I lost three Stanley Cups. So the, 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 the semifinals wins, it was real fun to be Toronto eh? in Toronto. Can you give us an Uncle Stu laugh in honor of that uh, great event? <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it is very good. Yeah, four to two in, uh, in four game to five. Two. Wow, I've got the numbers wrong, but it must have been two two when we scored and had it called back. I think Rasmussen or something. Anyway. Eric, disappointed, right? Hey, he was Rasmus. Yeah, Monster World Juniors one year. Like, holy yeah, shit. He could fly. Crazy. He was huge. He could skate and shoot. And that's where it ended. Yeah, that's where it ended. Love to fish. That, Big uh, bass fisherman. Yeah. Think about that series retro is the Leafs, their fans. They knew it was it was over a couple games into that series. Obviously, it's well, over we in five. Smoked them game one, and then we beat them back to in, in Buffalo twice. It was they were done. Yeah, they weren't they were that done. good. Almost like the Leafs this year, right? They get the yep. when they won in round one, then you get to round two. So, ooh, I don't think you guys are gonna. 
nope, you're not going to do it. The problem with the Leafs that year is they got cocky. I've said it before. As soon as they didn't see Hat, they they were cocky to begin with because it was us, the Sabres they were playing. And then Hashik wasn't playing. It was like they were already, there was a tap in. Yeah. And you guys obviously advanced. You didn't, it was what, Colorado or Dallas in the West that year? Yes. Because you didn't know who you were going to face yet, right? Yeah. I didn't want to play Colorado because I had bad memories of that squad. That's right. Florida. So that was 1999 on this date. Uh, fast forward, I don't know, 20, 15, 17, some, a number of years later hmm. to 2004 on this date. A couple days earlier, we showed you game three, first game back in Calgary. First Stanley Cup final game in Calgary. Why do you got to do two? 1989. Let's stop right there, dude. Um, You've never done two before. Three nothing what? A win in game three, right? Dominant. Win. Handy. Physical, you said. Dude. This was the one that screwed us. This was a tough one, Retro. Kipper allows one goal. Oh. In game four, Brad Richards, his seventh game-winning goal of the playoff. Assisted by Rhett Warner. one nothing final. And we have a shot here. Yeah, I passed him that poker. <laughs> <laughs> Was it on the tape? Five on three. Oh, dear. How did you end up five on three? Did I black out when you described that or not? Describe I don't know because the refs are assholes. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't know the, which penalties. I'll go find it. <laughs> you don't need to, Ryan. I am right. curious. We should have just stopped. Yeah, we probably could have stopped. But yeah, one nothing. You guys had leads in that series, eh? It's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah, we. I'm not even going to say it. Oh, you probably should, though. Right Get it off your start. chest. If we weren't fun. injured, we would have rolled through Tampa Bay. You guys have played a ton of hockey. They had not. Your depth on defense had been destroyed. Guys, Red were... Warner playing 23 nights is not. Sorry, that's not championship caliber D. Denny Goche out in the Vancouver series, right? Yes, yeah. Lidman was concussed and hurt all the time. Gauche was hurt. Regeer had a broken leg. Donovan was out. Lombo was out. McCammond was out. Oh. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. We, we had so many injuries. Whatever. And then, of course, Dion. Oh. He could have played. Dion could have played. Would have been real good. He would have put the fear of God in some of those guys. The hits he laid out his first two years in the NHL were unbelievable. It, it's tapered off a bit, but he was the most feared hitter in the game almost immediately after entering the league. And while I'm the best, some people would critique him for it, but he was so confident mm -hmm. stepping into Stanley Cup final. Yeah, whatever. Let's, let's do it. Lights were not too bright for Dion. No, and he would have played before that. He would have played before that because we'd have used them. If he'd have signed, it wasn't. I mean, I always refer to the final because it was out. We absolutely needed him. What the? Were they thinking? Well, they're all. But here's what the thing. What the f were you thinking? I, I would. Do we know the full story? Because obviously, nope, I don't have a clue about any of the story. <laughs> as soon as I heard he wouldn't sign, I was like, "Well, f you, yeah. all of you." 
Like, I see Daryl being like, you're not getting any A bonuses or B bonuses. Take it or leave it. Like, I could but see I don't, that's the thing. I, do we know that was the case? I honestly, know. that's my guess, right? Well, but even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't Dean, it should have been. The, the case should have been, we absolutely are decimated. We're going to the Stanley Cup fight. I know. Sign him. What are we waiting for? Yeah, it's summer. Three weeks later when shit don't matter. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, 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 I would love to sit down sometime with Dion, who like that whole and, and just find out. Because remember, and even even today, there's only so much money you can make coming in on an entry level. It's really well capped. In a and I think it was more so even then, like it was really limited to how much money you could make. And it was not tens of millions of dollars. It was. No. I, I don't know why what was the incentive for him not to sign because it's not as the i just I, I don't think was it because there was potentially a work stoppage coming like it's truly, quite possible the, that he maybe but it's quite possible that I, I don't even know maybe it was the league rules wouldn't even allow it i have no clue no clue but yeah, yeah i that, seem to recall i seem to recall that it was there was really only there was so much that he could make and why wouldn't you just give him the max? Why wouldn't you sign to play? But I wonder if, thinking back, because as we all know, the league shut down for a year after this, if maybe he and his representatives were thinking, with a new CBA, you can make significantly more. If you but he'd only had a year left. Did they burn a year of that lockout? Is that what happened on deals? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's true. Uh, yeah, and, and then when is he signed? Was he actually eligible to play? That's all worth exploring, yeah. Let's get Dion in. You know, Daryl loves to play young guys. I wouldn't see a problem there, hey? He loved it. He played the piss out of Dion. He had no issues with that. So when people say Daryl doesn't like to play kids, it's like, well, fucking number one defenseman. From, yeah, as long as they're from Edmonton or Red yeah. Deer, play the shit out of Well, and guys. to be fair, like, he had a camp. He went through it. You could see him yeah. building a case that you can't bring him in now. You know what? I and I thought about this after because we played the highlights the other day of game three and Chris Simon opens the scoring in that game on the power play. It's like, of course, Chris Simon's on the, on the power, power play. play. <laughs> well, who's moving him in front of him? Yeah. Some things change sometimes. You, it's a different, hey, it's a different game. Totally. That was hook, hold, claw. Like it was a different worlds, right? You weren't getting, you weren't finding a soft spot in the slot to spin and shoot, and you had to tackle someone and put them onto the goalie to find any open space, right? Like someone was bear hugging you. It's a different game. Simon knew the other team's goalie is a good move. Early, I went through that game that obviously those highlights of game three, and two minutes in. Jelena is in the bench is in the penalty box for elbowing or or roughing because he ran around on his first shift you guys were so physically dominant in game number three you ran them out of the building they didn't score three nothing as we said but they looked shook and for you them can't to lose come back, one nothing you have to I, I i don't know is it critique to you or credit to them for picking themselves back oh. up and and winning one nothing after that well they won so you can't critique them but happy i mean critique you pretty good yeah I, you're right sorry they happy balloons pretty was pretty good yeah. too 
But shit, if you were if you were going into game four and Kipper you gave you were tied coming home one one and you think you gave up one goal. I'm letting in one tonight, boys. How's that? Is that you good? You gave up I'm one goal in two games. <laughs> you didn't Son you didn't go up three to one. What the you let in one goal at, in two games. Not oh, enough. Even going back. Hey, splitsies? <laughs> splitsies. How the oh. you'd have a hard time figuring out how the hell are we gonna so you're telling me if he's letting in one goal, we gotta lose one of them one nothing? Oh shit, yeah, I guess so. I guess damn it. And then what happened? In, well, we'll probably because it's, hey, it's uh, next week. Today's Wednesday, probably, you know, Friday. five, what, Friday? Yeah. I remember. A little bit of travel. Travel was easy, I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Convenient. wonder if there will be any OT in game five or six. No spoilers, Dean. We're cliffhangers here. You guys had leads in that series. McLeod Law. Law, Peter Klein, personal injury, <laughs> personal injury guy. But did you know he's also the go-to guy in Calgary for your disability insurance claim? Basically, if you need someone on your side to help you out in times of need, whether it's insurance or workplace, I mean, this is the guy, Peter Klein and McLeod Law. Great people. They want to help you out. Give them a call. You won't regret it. McLeod. Yeah, so if you can't find Mika, go get Peter. Let's go. Yeah. Remember? Well, of course, remember, but people, when we went to see Serge over at Tower Chrysler, and Serge, hockey fan, right? He's big into the flames and that, but he hasn't been a lifelong hockey guy. And I think maybe That's like some people, there's pockets of time where maybe you didn't follow the league or you didn't follow it as closely. <laughs> and we were kind of laying out the the Rhett Warner story. Oh wow! Surge. He's like, "Oh, so you played in the Cup final?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I was in three of them. Oh, three of them. Yeah, you lost all three. <laughs> he felt bad Whoa. afterwards, but he was like, "Geez, oh Jesus Christ!" He felt bad for you. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know how to get out of this now. It's a slow, painful walk to the end here. Let's it's, change the uh, subject. Uh, you should have went. You should have led with that and went with the. Or maybe Sabres go with. One. Do you want to talk about rum and raisin? How about rum and raisin, Red? Right? It's not raisin. Like I don't like raisins. Raisins are shit. It's rum a rum butter. butter. Rum butter. Rum, rum butter. butter. So, you want to go? Like hey, butter. if you were here right now, I'd take you for a big. Three and ninety-three. So somebody texted in three and ninety-three. So good. So good. Yeah. Pedro, you should go. Well, you can't. You don't like. You don't eat sweets or dairy. Ninety-three. Yeah, I think we're going to be in that neighborhood in a few weeks. Let's go. Does it have Take any the boys. cappuccino? They want to have affogato. That's fine. I'm happy to have this one. <laughs> yeah. Do I do Bedway bets? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, me too. Now, where do we start here, Jack? Because we got. I think even Rhett submitted some bets today. He's a real team yeah, player. Well, He's pulling. Save Rhett for last. Save Rhett for okay. last. Okay. Well, I'll start off. I only did one today. Only did one today. I was going to go. Gonna go another way, but I, you know, I know how many people you take your life savings and you invest it in these picks. You... I don't want to steer you wrong. Uh, disclaimer: Please don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But be responsible. Be responsible. Ooh. Alec Manoa 
What happened? Vader does not like this. Wasn't the last, but wasn't it the last start or his second last start where uh, his manager visited the mound twice in one inning and he uh, had Snyder. to come out of like, last outing. <laughs> The second mound visit from the dugout. That's right. Which, which, tell you the pitching change, yeah. which you can't do. You I can. Think, you just have to take the pitcher out. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have. Then you have to take the pitcher out. I think Manoa's ready. Give me the. It's Mil, Milwaukee is in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Jay's money line win and more than six Ks for Alec Manoa, who was just fine in that game prior. A little extra rest, perhaps. Plus one eighty-seven for the Manoa six strikeouts and a Jay's win. I know it's been tough this year. I don't know. That slider is not popping. What the hell's going on with him? Jays suck starter. right now. I'm sick I'm of the Jays. Pissing me off. On three or four, right? Stay positive. Uh, okay, let's go to my Betway bets today. I've also got a little bet on the Jays or two. Alejandro Kirk. Alejandro coming out of his slump with a couple hits last night. And I'm going to go over one and a half hits at plus 130. And uh, Manoa, <laughs> how about Rowdy Telez coming back to Toronto? Boomers, uh, what do we call it? Twin? Uh, no, your son. But uh, Doppelganger? Son, somewhere else. Illegitimate? Illegitimate son. Uh, <laughs> Rowdy Telez, big home run here. Plus 400 for a ding-dong back in Toronto. It's getting all emotional, said uh, coming back to Toronto. Isn't that what all shitty baseball teams tell their fans? Oh, it's early. There's lots of games in baseball. I've heard this for so many years with the Jays. Start winning. Nothing matters before June. No, never. Well, you can never you miss win like a game like they July. did two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've got the Telez home run and Kirk over one and a half hits. Well, my picks are going to be knock the socks off of you guys. Yeah, here's Rhett's picks. Let's take a peek, Jack. Uh, it's the Memorial <laughs> Cup, Seattle against Camelopes, and Kikuchi spelled wrong with uh, two plus assists. Yeah, but we're big game hunting. Seven plus seven hundred. Yeah. Good Lord, Kikuchi, yeah. set him up. Yeah, that's what, that's what they call a throwback. Hopefully, you were around yesterday's yeah. show for that one there. I love me some Kikuchi. Kikuchi's so good, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable blazer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he a blazer? I thought he's a thunder. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Darcy Tucker. Yeah, and James Kikuchi. And J- Jimmy, hold Jimmy Kikuchi. JK. Jimmy <laughs> Good work, All right, boys. That's uh, that's it. Tomorrow, still no Stanley Cup. No. Friday, still no Stanley Cup. No. This is important time for us to all just take a deep breath. A lot of uh, thought will have to go into our picks on Friday, given the huge amount of time we've had to pour through the data, Red. Yeah. Uh, or I could take the day off. Yeah, whatever works. Can always count on you. Um, mm-hmm. So, do we know why it's taking so GD long? I think they want scheduling. They want to dodge the NBA, but it was weird when they said if it's five games or left, we're going to start here, and if it's yeah. six or seven, we're going to start here. It's like, well, it's got to be the ranks, doesn't it? I looked. There's nothing at T-Mobile until the next night's game. Yeah, but if it screws like, up, if it's what about Florida? Don't know. Right, they probably want to have a consistent schedule, and if something's going on, maybe that's anyway. I don't know. The hell am I, a schedule maker? Idiots. Rut has the idea of a schedule, and then someone else executes it. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So best of luck to uh, all of you if you're doing your sunrise wake-up thing. Yeah, if you get Some to do the sunrise wake-up and the, the Costa Rica yeah. move, good luck. Back-to-back. Back. 
I would not do the Costa Rica in the morning. If I could pull that off the night before, I'd be waking up with a big smile and a coffee. You're yeah. Get some stretching in. You're going to want to be well prepared and ready and awake for the Costa Rica. At least that's what I've been led to believe. All right, buddies. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Costa Rica. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.